I'm Corey Strumman. Welcome to the Rochester Rising podcast, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs in Rochester, Minnesota. Today, you're joining us for part four of our co-starter series, during which we'll be chatting with four individuals with businesses and ideas who have participated in the 10-week business education program at Collider, further developing their ideas and building valuable connections through their cohorts. We're looking forward to hearing and sharing their stories with you. Thank you for taking the time today to learn more about small business and the culture of entrepreneurship in our area. We hope that you learned something today from a local entrepreneur that can help you with your own journey. Rochester Rising is a part of Collider Foundation, a local nonprofit that activates, connects, and empowers early stage entrepreneurs in our community. You can learn more about Collider and how our organization can help accelerate and assist your journey at collider.mn. Today on the podcast, we chat with David Rizzidlo about his web app, Game Haven, which simplifies the tabletop game selection process by matching enthusiasts with games tailored to their preferences and connecting them with local communities where they can enjoy them, as well as his experience as a co-starters participant. Let's get started. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for being on with me. Oh, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Well, what brought you to the Rochester area initially, and what would you say kind of keeps you around? Well, uh, we're originally from Austin, Minnesota. And okay, We sure. went and got some further education in Omaha, and Rochester just kind of has a lot of uh, the things we needed, so we worked mm-hmm. in research, and there just was a lot of research here going on with, sure. with Mayo. So, um, or, you know, a few years ago, I was involved in research, and our families are nearby, so it was just a natural uh, thing to move a back here. A good fit. Yep. Yeah. Well, leading into that, what kind of is your background in work and education? Yeah, so I uh, my degree is in finance, but I abruptly took a turn and um, <laughs> went and did some research in uh, um, basically uh, developmental biology through Mayo. And uh, since then, I left and decided I wanted to do computer programming. Sure. So I taught myself with Udemy and YouTube. It was very a good pairing. And then that's when I became interested in my current project. So. Sure, yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about what Game Haven does as an app and how people can use it. Yeah, so it's our goal to build community around board games. And the way we do that is first to make sure that people have the right games in their hands. So mm-hmm. rather than a one-size-fits-all um, solution, we collect uh, you know, your ratings of certain games. Then mm-hmm. we use machine learning to help you predict which games you might want to try right. or buy next. So that's kind of half of our app. The other half is once you have these games in your hand, we want to make sure you play them so they're no good on your shelves looking nice. So mm-hmm. um, we're doing a lot with local businesses and game nights and helping people better coordinate their events. So to get people there, to make mm-hmm. sure people know about them. You know, if you have a specific game you want to play and you're just missing a couple of players, we kind of help users um, publicize that fact and hopefully make some new connections. Very cool. What kind of initially sparked your interest in games and what inspired you to create this community-oriented app? Yeah, so we've been playing games with my family for probably all my life. So my my uh, extended relatives, my grandma, always a big gambler, so we would gamble, <laughs> gamble in every holiday. So we learned how to, you know, play cards early on. But then more recently, we've been switching to the more what I call modern tabletop games. So mm-hmm. um, maybe last 20 years or so, there's really been this uh, development of literally thousands of games per year. So um, 
when there's thousands of games per year, that you're going to have mm-hmm. one for every occasion. So we're getting a lot of, um, uh, we're having a lot of fun as a family or with groups. So that really sparked my interest. And then I accidentally started doing that as my job. So <laughs> it wasn't intentional um, to start a game game app, but I just became really interested and I couldn't stop working on it. So, sure. Um, you know, late at night and stuff like that. And then one day I just said, I got to do this full time. So had a little discussion with my family that went not great and ah. then started started to do this full time um, maybe about three and a half years ago. Okay. So. Very cool. What are some of the biggest challenges or barriers you've faced as you've been developing Game Haven? So um, aside from, you know, constant need of money and time, I think one of the hardest things is um, me- lack of mentorship. And I think that's one mm-hmm. of the things that Collider here and the Co-Starters program has really helped with is you may have an idea, but you need to find people that have done something similar to it. And mm-hmm. another problem is I'm a programmer, so I wasn't leaving my office. And the other two people that work there sure. were both remote. So you don't go out and see anyone. So one of the things that I've been trying to do lately is just make sure to get out and be around mm-hmm. people. So I'd say lack of mentorship is the hardest thing. Um, but other than that, like... Yeah, so. yeah, Absolutely. Well, you mentioned that you participated in co-starters. What benefit would you say it provided to you and kind of being involved with Collider in general as you were moving forward with your business? Yeah, I think the co-starters program, basically, and I don't know if everyone has a background in it, but it's just a quick 10-week program. And it was my first um, point of contact here with Collider. Mm -hmm. So I met with Amanda one-on-one, I think, uh, a couple of years ago. And then the co-starters program, pretty much introduced me to everyone that I know in this area. Sure. And the other thing about uh, the co-starters program is it forces you to do a lot of hard things you didn't want to do mm-hmm. when it comes to a business. <laughs> so you, you, it's fun to do the fun things, but um, co-starters and the, the, the facilitator make you do all the hard things. So mm-hmm. um, maybe like you don't want to do the business because you don't want to find out how it is to make money and to, to pay right. employees. And this co-starter really was an approachable way to do it. And there's currently one going on right now, but I, I think you guys host them two, two, three times a year. So yeah, I think the the plan is to do two full size cohorts, like the full um, 10, 10 weeks. I think yeah. we maybe have compressed it down to a couple fewer nine, weeks yeah, nine at, at this point. Um, and then to do a boot camp as well. So like a shorter form, higher intensity, but, um, but I think that's the plan. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think that's a great idea. And if anyone's looking looking to do it, I think you'll know where to find these people. So. Yes, definitely. There will be a link in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, have you found Rochester to, to be a pretty receptive community for your idea and your product? Yeah. Um, I didn't know how many people wanted to help uh, and or were interested in the idea until you start and just go and be around these mm-hmm. people. So they say like, you know, you got to do networking and, and it sounds really kind of almost overused and cliche, but Mm -hmm. you really just start going to some of the events. So, you know, Collider, I just attend all of their events. It just doesn't matter what it is. We appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. No, well, and then you just, you never know who you meet. Mm -hmm. So, and then if you meet someone, they know other people that are interested or have had the same problems with you. And then I get a lot of free uh, ad hoc mentorship too at all their events. So um, it's been really nice. Well, that's excellent. Yeah. We like to refer to it as an ecosystem where everybody's helping each other grow. So... Well, what do you find most rewarding and enjoyable about working on Game Haven? Um, aside from the fact that I get to play games <laughs> and, and, and I get to buy them and call them, uh, what do we call them? 
market research and a capital investment. Those are the two great things. Mm-hmm. I think being able to create something new, it just is a different feeling rather than just work. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard, but you actually get to control and do something novel. So I'd say that's, that's the best thing about it. Yeah, absolutely. What's a piece of advice that you would give to someone starting a business? Um, if, if you have an idea for anything, I think, first of all, do it, but carefully. Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing is how easily could you test the idea? So that there's a word MVP, so minimal viable product. So mm-hmm. say you can bake. Don't go to all the way to starting mm-hmm. a bakery. Right. right? And, and don't even go to, you know, don't even go big. Could you make a dozen cookies and sell them or mm-hmm. even give them away? I mean, what, what is the smallest um, bit of information that you may or may not be on the right uh, right path. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, other than that, just reach out to, you know, anyone that knows, you know, you know, including Clyder, any business groups around town, just to validate your idea and then just pursue mm-hmm. it because there, there are risks for doing it, but there's risks to just keep doing what you're doing. And if you're not truly enjoying it, then try and find something else. Yeah, definitely. Well, what are some of your hobbies and interests outside of work? I realize this kind of started as a hobby for you. Yeah. And probably continues being <laughs> so, a hobby. So. Surprising, not surprisingly, uh, gaming is one mm-hmm. of the things I really like to do. So uh, the other thing is 3D printing. So I don't know sure. why it's... <laughs> but a lot of gamers are either computer programmers or 3D printers, um, the most serious ones. And that's mm-hmm. just one thing I like to do is just find something that could be made out of plastic, design it, and then print it, and then it's very satisfying that you can go from an idea to a piece of plastic that fits where it needs to go in, you know, a couple hours, so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing with me and hey, being thanks. on the show. Thanks for having me. This has been really great. Thanks so much to Dave for sharing his story. You can learn more about Game Haven by clicking the link in our show notes. And thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We are so appreciative of your time spent listening and of your support of our work here at Collider. If you know an entrepreneur who would benefit from the conversation today, please share this podcast with them so that they can benefit from the experience of other business owners in the community. We launched Rochester Rising in 2016 to tell stories of entrepreneurship taking place within our community, especially stories that otherwise would not have been told, and to take the time to understand each entrepreneur and what their experience has been like. If you find value in this podcast, please consider donating and lending support to Collider's efforts to share the stories of Rochester entrepreneurs and inspire others on their journey. You can find more information about our tip jar and how to donate in our show notes. Thanks again for tuning into the Rochester Rising podcast.